Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Rapa pum pum, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Uh, my name is Marcus Speller. Jim Campbell's here. Jingle Bell. Luke Moore's here. I come bearing frankincense. And Pete Donaldson. See you tonight, Santa. Probably about time I point out that we're doing another show between now and Christmas, and this isn't a Christmas special after that intro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Park their bars, park their bars, park their bars. <laughs> park Christmas it up. Bus. Yeah, park up the Christmas Santa bus. Mm. That's what he's delivering As his presents. As the saying goes. <laughs> <laughs> I did enjoy that. Rudolph's driving it. Is he? Mm. No mm. way. Beeping his, his red nose. Beeping his red nose like a horn. Did you hear about that story? About Again, the... it's not a Christmas special. I don't know why we're doing this. Did you hear about the guy who used to drive the Manchester United team bus, who was apparently a Man City fan and used to drive their bus as well, was so integrated in the team under Ron Atkinson, he'd be making the players like, 
cups of tea and stuff at half time and all the rest of it. And Alex Ferguson, when he took over, was just like, who the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's the bus driver. Run on a tight ship, old Big Ron. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure about some of this man's methods. How is it even possible to be both t- team bus drivers at the same time? I mean, I, mean, I don't know. Are you what? suggesting they shared a bus? What I would say is that Ron Atkinson in a blue short sleeved shirt would look like a wonderful bus driver. He would actually. Yeah, he would. Yeah. Really. He would. Very he would. bus drivery. Yeah. Is that what he's doing now? Yeah. But I, don't know. I mean, he'd bus be drivers, like sorry. he'd be a bus driver on like a tour of the Costa del Sol, obviously because <laughs> yeah. of that tan. Really tanned with some uh-huh. like really oh. rough prison tattoos, like the guy from um, Coach Trip. Yeah, very much yeah. so. Mm. Yeah, that so, could so be Ron's future. If if, if United <laughs> and City shared a bus with the same bus driver mm. in the eighties, was this? It would have been yeah. As Jim said, was what Man City on top deck and Man United on the lower deck. <laughs> Being the naughty boys up on the top deck. That's right. Did they have to arrange the fixtures around that? I, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm top not. deck. As you can tell, I don't really know that much. I've told you all I know. <laughs> Hello, is that the FA? Yeah, we can't do those games because we share a bus driver. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's possible. That would not be the case. Uh, and if you're saying it's the Premier League, it was the FA back then. Luke Moore is correct. Thank you very much. No I'm problem. nothing if not old. Mm. Indeed. But let's move on to the Premier League, gentlemen, where Manchester City, they won again. They won the, for the 16th time in a row hammering Spurs. Getting boring now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, if they win their next three matches, they'll equal the best ever <coughs> winning run in league football. 19 consecutive wins uh, by Bayern Munich between October 2013 and March 2014. Nah, Records are there to be broken, Marcus, and they've smashed at the pieces. My goodness. They've posted the pieces to their families. Yeah. Oh, dear. Mm, Demanded a ransom note or yes. not? Say, Give us the ransom, or we're just going to keep winning. Well, I think yeah. it's a ransom trophy, death. isn't it? Ransom is the trophy. Okay, yeah. right. No, the yeah. ransom would be you, whatever you do, you have to be attacking with it, otherwise, Pep shouts at you. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Attack that Christmas dinner, madam. So, uh, yes, the, 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 the Manchester City players were videoed singing Park the Bus, Park the Bus, Man United in the dressing room. And Mendy was involved. Yeah. I quite like Benji all this. Mendy, cheerleader. Yeah. Still getting involved. Like still it. having a positive influence. But do you guys think. <laughs> Jumping that... up and down on his bad uh, knee or whatever it is. This is a conundrum for me because. If Pep Guardiola knew about that video, mm. do you think he would have let him do it? No. So exactly. So how has it got out? It's Social an interesting right. one. It's yeah, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, well, yeah, it's <laughs> very difficult to sort of keep every channel under under wraps, isn't it? But I think, you know, regardless of what their internal process of dealing that will be, this this tunnel thing has backfired so badly on Mourinho because the City players are just, they're, they're taunting United now. They yeah, I don't, I, don't, I, I don't know if it's backfired because on the face of it, they were brilliant before it and they're still brilliant after it. Yeah, but I think it, City just... They just seem to have the edge, don't they? They just seem Jim, to have the sort of in this row. They're absolutely dicking on them. That's what, <laughs> that's what, that's what I mean. And there's the no whole, edge here. But the whole point, but the whole point of Mourinho doing that was to try and take some of the sheen off of it. And they've yeah. just gone, yeah, all right, we'll just. But and what we're going to do is we're going to put a lot yeah. more sheen back on top of it. <laughs> we're gonna, so we're going to shut your noise. I mean, this we're going to Charlie sheen you. That's yeah. what we're going to do. This is six layers of lacquer. I yeah. mean, this, yeah. is like, this is like too much. Yeah, and then we're going to lay a bit of Santex over the top of that. Yeah, just so you don't slip up on it. And then we're going to put. Then we're going to put a big massive tray trophy on it at the end <laughs> yeah it's it's absolutely ridiculous isn't it? I mean the way they just dispatch Spurs 4-1 I know Spurs aren't in the best of form you, mm. you could you could suggest but, but and Spurs were without two of their best defenders in fairness yeah but still mm. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not suggesting well, the Man City were without one of theirs you know? <laughs> Yeah, oh, they yeah, very and, different and they were out David Silva late, late doors as of well. Of course, late as well. Doors. Played on you know Mangala, who's who's had a bit of a you know renaissance under Guardiola, which I don't think anyone expected. Yeah, well, I, I think that's an important point because we talk um, pretty regularly about um, the amount of money the Man City have spent, but we also try and t- temper that by saying he improves the players he's already had at his disposal yes. as well. Mm-hmm. Now Mangala, you probably wouldn't have listed as an, as an example of that, mm-hmm. but as Jim says, I mean, he's coming to the side, he's done well, and, and well, they're still winning. They're not mm-hmm. they're not losing games, and if you look at some of the other players he's improved as well I don't think you could argue against that I think 
One one factor I, I quite like um, is that City only picked up 10 out of 30 points against their fellow top six sides last season, mm. which obviously you would argue cost them. Um, this season, of course, they, they've been fantastic against everyone. They've, won all, and, they've and beaten them all. Of course, it is really important to be consistent because Liverpool, on the other hand, struggled against teams that they were expected to beat. So mm-hmm. the, the, the key is this consistency across the board, um, which which they're they're absolutely delivering. And um, it's not just that they've got good players and they've, and they've got an expensive squad. It just seems to me that they, they want to be brilliant all the time. The, the intensity mm. yep. is, is what's important. And that's Guardiola's me. intensity as well, yeah, which absolutely. he manages to get across to, to these players. And he wants, he wants scholars of the game playing for yeah. him, if you know what I mean. He doesn't, he doesn't want Ibrahimovic types who make oh, yeah. it all about them, you know, which, is, which is quite clear. But to just to got, they that, seem to have an amazing team spirit, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. Well, well that, he instills that, that, you know, that, that That showed it. Yes, Jim, you're right. Yeah, I mean, he, as you say, like they. Guardiola wants to be elite, doesn't he? As you say, in every single thing that they do, and yep. that is in every area of the game during every minute of it, and that mm-hmm. is an intensity that a lot of a lot of people don't even think to aspire to. That do you, do you know what I mean? Because it's all about just just getting the results over. But he wants more than that. Do you, do you think he has elite social skills? Well, apparently, <laughs> in terms of getting a team spirit together, perhaps he does. He does come across as being a bit of a kind of strange one in yeah. interviews, as we know. But, I mean, look at the spirit he fosters, all the clubs he's been at. You mm. know, Obviously, he's doing something right that we're not privy to. He's not there to host dinner parties. He's, he's there to win medals. Quite. Mm. And, and he doesn't need to write rhymes. He writes checks. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. Um, in contrast, Spurs under Pochettino won once in 18 away games to the top six teams. I mean, I mean that is consistent, but it's unwanted. <laughs> yeah, consistent. that wasn't yeah. the consistency <laughs> I was referring to. <laughs> they lost their heads a little bit, didn't they? I mean, Otamendi was lucky um, to, to you know to get away with that kick on Kane, but Kane and Ali as well could both have seen red. Oh, it, was a, it, it, was a rip, it was a rip roaring affair. It was. Spurs had a bit of a spell when they were one 0 down. That, that's the best you could say about them, really. And City sort of dominated in specific, uh, particularly in fullback areas. But you're right, there was some absolute rum old like, jo- challenges yeah. in there. You said, you said it, obviously they went one 0 down. I'm thinking to myself, you go away to Man City, you know what they're capable of. Keep it tight. Don't concede a header from a corner to Gundogan. Yeah. Like, yeah. come on, you know? I, ju- I just think England are coming in, t- in form at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 Pete, and, and you're right, Pete, because the... the um, immediate, you're absolutely right, because immediately after that goal, there was a bit of a sort of debrief, shall we call it, in the kind terms, between Harry Winks and Eric Dyer. And I was thinking... Probably going to see that next summer. We're going to see that site next summer. <laughs> How uh, are they going to drag the Man City yeah. English contingent down? Has, <laughs> has Raheem Sterling given uh, Gareth Southgate a headache for his World Cup selection? Peter? I, I think his life is a constant headache. To be honest, mate, he's given him a neurofen, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, nice and easy. Yeah. Raheem Sterling. I know England don't obviously England don't play the same way that uh, sixteen wins in a row Man City play. But <laughs> let's talk about England. But Raheem Sterling absolutely needs to play in, in, in as close a role as possible. Well, if if, if England. Play a sort of a three-four-two-one. He can play him one of the two. Mm. Well, quite. I, but he needs. To, I think there's been a temptation to play him more century, and I don't. I don't agree with that. He, yeah. I mean, he's been. He's got license to sort of drift at the moment. One, one of City's goals against Spurs at the weekend was absolutely irresistible. By the way, it was fantastic. The one that Sterling finished off mm. was absolutely beautiful. And of yeah. course, the, the, the last goal that Spurs conceded was it the last one with Dyer should have cleared it. And he didn't. Yeah, Larice um, through his legs. I was really disappointed with um, with Dembele. I thought he struggled badly. He looks so slow. I don't know what's happened. He's only thirty. Well, but he looks so slow. And Ali has been good in the Champions League, and I think he was good. 
um, on the opening day against did they beat Newcastle on the opening day and he mm. scored. Other mm. than that, I've not seen him do very well. No, it's it's maybe a bit of a come down for a young player. We do we do fall into this trap of expecting that if a player a, a young player hits this level mm. that, that 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 will be their baseline and they will always improve from there. But you know yeah. it's, it's harder than that, isn't it? When you got got those games under under your belt, it's a good you point. It in your legs as well. He's twenty one, so maybe he's overdue a bit of stagnation. But there's been a lot of talk of him off the pitch, going to different agents, looking at different <clears> things, and you know maybe that's a factor. I don't know, mm. but but City. I mean, let's not take anything away from them. They are absolutely fantastic. They're like like remember how important Aguero was to that team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was just like, yeah, we'll we'll take you along. Yeah, if you, want. <laughs> you off for a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Get your round of applause. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's very true. Better news uh, coming out of the Moussa Dembele camp um, is, of course, that uh, he, he he owns a hotel in Antwerp. I think it's going to be opening fairly soon. It's called the Golden Shoe. Um, I'll see what he's done there. Archaeologists found 18th century porcelain glass pottery and tableware worth around £1 million on the premises. So some guys get all the luck. Money is attracted to money, isn't it? Yeah, it must be. <laughs> seems that way. Money makes money. Yeah. He, he must be happy with that. Presumably, he'll be showcasing them at a local museum, yeah, bringing a, more trade into the area. Yeah. Or eBay. Um, you know, it's an, in, it's an indirect consolation for Spurs fans. There, <laughs> <laughs> very indirect, <laughs> very, very, almost like a a flight from London to to uh, Singapore yeah. via um, New York, Greenland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's how indirect it is. But you know, speaking of these, uh, this, this top the players and teams' performances against the top six, I saw I saw this earlier, which I thought was quite interesting. Um, Presuming it's true, I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, the most <laughs> effective players in terms of goals and assists uh, versus the top six, uh, four of those players are City players: mm. De Bruyne, Jesus, uh, Jesus um, Sane, Aguero. The other ones, most salary, as you probably imagine. Yeah, um, that tells its own story. It does. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually surprised David Silva's not in there. He's not, given, mate. Given how you He's know, not. given how effective they've all been, just, it's just ridiculous. You're well than your rights to be surprised, Jim, but <laughs> yep. I'm not going to change it. <laughs> <laughs> can't change the fact. We can't change the fact that uh, Arsenal beat Newcastle at home with a wonder goal from Meza Urza. Yes, Jimmy and Petey were there. We were there, Pete, and I've got a bone to pick with you because oh. um, I was sat quite near the, the, I... the away end, right? Right, and your lot, and right. I, you, you are a representative of them. We're basically singing. Through the whole game, <laughs> put you off. Which, yeah, I mean, it's just uncouth, isn't it? Like, <laughs> a bunch of rowdy fans are singing on the train. You don't want that. It's intimidating. Why is that any different in a stadium? <laughs> Were they singing I mean, what, Jim Campbell as a wanger? The Arsenal fans. The Arsenal fans. I was. I did hear a Hartlepudlian accent singing that. Actually, amongst the noise. Go, you hear me, Jim? I'm saying a vegetable burrito. The game's gone, mate. The game's gone. <laughs> I did have a vegetable burrito. It was very enjoyable. Pete, Not the only enjoyment I got. Speaking of business as usual, Newcastle, another defeat. Is, was it that, like, what, out of nine... Uh, hey, they're in the nine, rally. They're in the rally zone. Nine, one point in nine. That's relegation yeah. form, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it is literally, they're literally yeah, in the relegation yeah, zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ten wins in a row against you now, Pete. <laughs> good. I don't think enough was made about how good Meza Urza's goal was. You don't think enough was made? I, I, mean, I think, I think, I think I a little too, too much. much was, yeah. Yeah, I really? Yeah, I, 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 have I, you seen it from two different angles? Because I yeah. saw it live. I saw it with two different angles. One angle, it looks obscenely good. There's another angle where you go, at least put your fucking hands up, Elliot. Man. <laughs> when, when I saw it, I just, <laughs> big I just mess. thought, no, nah, no, surely that's gone on the roof of the net and rolled. No, I mean, he, he actually scored that. Yeah. And I, seeing um, it back, he's actually moving backwards as he hits it. Yeah, which is, I mean, no, I can't that do that that's, that's why. I'm, that's why I made my yeah. original point. Admittedly, I've just realised I haven't really consumed much football media over the last couple of days. So that's probably why. But um, 
the reason it's so good is because he, he almost predicts where the ball's going to drop and mm. no one else does. He, that, that is the, one of the finest examples of an intelligent player being one or two steps ahead of everyone else yeah. that you're, you're likely to see. It, was, it, also, it reminded me of, remember when Cantona scored that goal in the FA Cup and he had to sort of drag yeah, it, really yeah. dig it yeah. out behind yeah. him. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not, wasn't he, it was more spectacular than that, mm. obviously, but he really had to dig out from behind he, him. He doesn't actually drill it that hard, though, because mm. he's, he's basically, well, exactly, he's, he's a kind of a second ahead, as you say, so it's taken Elliot by surprise and he's just kind of looped it in. It was, it was just brilliant. He had a fantastic game. And so I, it was excellent. And it's, it's either I think it's either Yedlin or uh, Lasalle is doing spins. He doesn't know where the ball's gone. Where, where's the ball gone? Where's the oh, sorry? Oh. If it's Yedlin, where's the ball gone? Oh, Rob has it again. <laughs> it's okay. Rob's gonna ah oh, fuck. Um, and Arsenal still not conceding the title because it's another win under well, their belt. Yeah. And why should they? No, exactly. <laughs> Arsenal did their very best to get Newcastle back in the game. You say that, but my Newcastle word. Only had two shots on target. I, that was not the. Uh, that's not the narrative I took from where I was sat. Well, yeah, but if last, they'd have both gone in, they'd have won 2-1, Jim. Last well, 20 minutes. Did they? Last 20 minutes. Hustler was yeah. winning everything in the air. And it, something he wasn't doing in the first half, which I didn't really understand. I think that might have been um, the Arsenal defence's notorious kindness. <laughs> yeah. 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 Especially yeah. this time of year. Yeah, well, absolutely. I thought, yeah. I thought Wilshere played very well. He did have a very, very good he game. Sort of, he's he very d- direct he for picks, a lot of drive. Well, that's what I mean. He picks up the ball and he turns and runs. Well, and and exactly... it's something that teams need especially that, that Arsenal can be a bit slow when it comes to they don't hit you on the break as much they pass it around too much and they, and they don't punish yeah. you like that but he's a lot more he direct he's got that transition in his game Wenger said what he needs to get back into his game mm. a few months mm. ago is that little burst where he just you know picks the ball up suddenly he's away and we saw a lot of that and that's great I, I think um, I would like to see him and Aaron Ramsey start together um, maybe see if see what Wilshire does in place of Xhaka in the future, mm. and I'm sure we will get to see that. Well, that that'll probably do Wilshire for another season, won't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, and that'll get him in the England squad. But the, the, so, match, uh, the match they did yeah. a lot was not saying, oh, you know, he's he's tackless demons about his injury injury and fitness. I'm going, has he? Yeah, I mean, how many games very early to call three that. games, <laughs> three starts, one start, something like that. I don't know. Did you, Marcus? I know that you liked uh, Arsene Wenger's comments about um, Mesut Özil. I did, yes. <laughs> well, where Wenger was asked about whether <laughs> Özil will stay, and he replied, "I'm confident, yes, but what does that mean? I don't know." <laughs> he also, it's your answer. It's your He also said this week that Man City have petrol and ideas <laughs> yeah wow. we have ideas but no petrol he said right. that's what Wenger said sounds like a man about to make a, a Molotov cocktail yeah <laughs> I think well, if I'm the Man City have petrol I've got petrol yeah. and ideas I'm going to burn down my brother's house <laughs> <laughs> but the, the Wenger thing is we, 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 he said they've got petrol and ideas if you are going to copy if you can't copy one aspect of Guido's management presumably you're Pleading poverty. Mm. Well, why don't you copy the idea of improving the players you've already got? <laughs> it's an idea. It's an idea. It is Arsenal a one point off Liverpool in fourth, eh? Yep. It's going to be a rum old battle for top four this mm, season. It is. it is because any any team, with the exception of Burnley, you would say any, and you could even argue Everton fall into this bracket given the money they've spent. I know they've had a difficult time of it, but they've picked up and, and they had ambitions at the start of the season. Any team in a sort of around that area who doesn't finish in the top four, has a right to be really disappointed, mm. apart from Burnley. Quite. Liverpool, Arsenal, Spurs, even Leicester, who've won the, the league mm. recently, um, and Everton, they, they're all really it's looking crazy. forward to top four. It's, it's crazy to see Spurs in seventh at this time of the season. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I want, yeah, I wonder what's happened there. Um, they've lost a few games. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, sorry. I mean, <laughs> they got I, as many I'm points. really enjoying what's happened. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, Man United are an interesting point in this because, you know, no one will publicly concede the title, but, you know, it's, it's, Man City are obviously going to win it. But if they'd won that much, if they'd have won the derby, though, that would have been such a different kind of situation, mm-hmm. wouldn't it? Because it would have been... Oh, they didn't come anywhere close to doing it. No, I know, yeah. I know, but if they had... 
If Newcastle won all their games, they'd be top. Yeah, I enjoy. Would they? Well, I'm really excited. What? <laughs> what? What bizarre world is that happening? Oh, it's strange, isn't it? Um, uh, Certainly not this speaking one. Speaking of Man United, did you see um, Louis Van Gaal? His comments uh, about Manchester United. Well, he 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 mentioned that he'd probably not go back into management now. So he's sort of uh, kind of announcing his retirement. Mm. But then he said he'd make one exception. If a big club in England comes for me, I would do it because then I'd have the chance to get one over Man United. <laughs> <laughs> not sure, is he? Oh, Louis. It's not going to happen, Louis. I absolutely love that. Yeah, I do as well. He was digging at Mourinho last week as well, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, he was saying that they play more defensive football. I think he's, it, the quote was, what United produced now is defensive football. I always played attacking football. The proof is that the opposition are always, were always parking the bus. Using Mourinho's own phrase against <laughs> him there. Brilliant. He knows exactly uh, what he's doing. Oh, Van Hal. How little, how, 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 how we miss ye. I mean, what sort of big club in England is he going to get? Well, exactly. And if he gets the interview, he's going to say, to be honest, I'm motivated by the idea of getting one over Man United. <laughs> yeah. Do you know that Man City are the best team head and shoulders at the moment? Yeah. No, 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 no. We're after Man United. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a different battle. I don't oh. care if we become 19th and yeah. United come 20th. <laughs> okay, we go for it. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll, we'll actually, beat, Newcastle we'll... might settle for that. <laughs> Speaking of ex-Man United managers since Alex Ferguson, eh? David Moyes. Oh, David mm. Moyes. He's, oh. he's turned the West Ham ship around. What a win for the ferryman. I never doubted him. <laughs> yeah. Never doubted that he could get back to his Everton glory days. It's, it's incredible. The match was delayed uh, by an hour as they were trying to find the light switch or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, Stoke City are on for the For David Moyes' enthusiasm. Well, <laughs> he doesn't need it, mate. He's no, got loads need, of enthusiasm. He's got it now, it? Has yeah. Moyes turned the lights out of Stoke City's time in the Premier League like well, it, it almost looks like what Not Moyes yet. has done is simply told the players what they need to do which <laughs> yeah. was apparently beyond Slavon Try, well, run, talk, score I was talking about this on the radio last week people were saying you know, Moyes has done such a good job since he's come there they're actually running yeah. right? and that is yeah. management 101 what you need to do <laughs> first thing you can I think no matter how precious players are these days and how much player power rules the roost and all the rest of it I still think as a manager you, you can get away with in your first training <laughs> session saying right gather around if you don't run <laughs> try as hard as you can you're not going to play yeah. don't care who you are if I go on FIFA is your next to your name is there a D an M or an F right <laughs> yeah. do one of those roles yeah. and you'll stay in the team yeah. you twat but, but under Billich that that part of it, the running, mm. that's the optional bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I don't look. If you want to try a few flicks and tricks in the in the opposition sort of final third, you know, try a bit of X factor. Fine, that's an optional thing, right? Running is not an optional. I think thing. with Billich, he, he, he hears that the best teams walk the ball into the back of the net. Yeah, and he's sort of taking that a bit too literally. Could it also be being maybe slightly less facetious, though? That's less fun. Um, <laughs> could it be that if you don't know what you're doing? What's the point of running? You don't know where you're meant to be running to. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If you're, you're completely knacker- clueless about what the tactics are, you, I've got you're a effectively idea. waiting for someone else to do it. <laughs> you're just yeah. knackering yourself out for no reason. One of the players that uh, Moyes highlighted when he went there was Marco Arnautovic. Mm. And, 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 and Moyes, clearly one of the most talented players in terms of uh, attacking flair in that squad. And Moyes mm. was like, right, we need to get performances out of you. And he, and he was right to identify that. It was an obvious one. But Arnautovic seems to be repaying him. Well, yeah, but if you can motivate Arnautovic... Um, You've got a very, it, very good football. Like, you know, obviously, he was clearly motivated by playing against his old club there. He absolutely loved that. He was mm-hmm. all action everywhere. The fans were getting on his back. I think what West Ham need to do is maybe start some sort of troll farm just for <laughs> Arnautovic, for fans of every club they're about to play. Just mug him off all week on Twitter and he'll be so fired up I by found, the end of it. It'll I be found, brilliant. I found Mark Hughes's uh, comments quite interesting because Arnautovic obviously scored. He'd been given a lot of grief by the fans yeah. and then gave the sort of West Ham salute kind of thing, which I, I do think that Yes, footballers should be professional and don't bother, don't rise to the fans, blah, blah, blah. But I also think if you give it out, be yeah, prepared he's to got take his it. right to reply. Right. And I'm so, about three seasons bored of Mark Hughes now. 
I wish he'd just go away. Yeah, well, he's, he, he, well he might brings, well do, Peter. He only brings misery. Yeah. Say th- goodbye I, with a wave. I, th- I think he's got a good chance of losing his job. Yeah. Yeah, I think does. they've got three out of the next four games are winnable. Home to West Brom, away to Huddersfield, home to Newcastle. Um, in the middle of those three, they're, they're away at Chelsea, which you'd think would be a bit of a free hit for them. Um, but the problem with, with free hits for Stoke under Mark Hughes is that free hits don't don't just extend to them losing, they extend to them losing badly. I mean, they can yeah. see a lot mm. of goals against good teams, which is never a good sign. Mm. I think they're going to, uh, uh, you know, as much as... Part of me is like, oh, you shouldn't really talk about players, people use, losing their job. But on the other hand, they're so wealthy and they get another job anyway that it, it's generally fine. But I think we'll be... Will be. Um, I'll be surprised if we're this time next month talking about Mark Hughes still as the Stoke. Mm, there were chance mm. of Hughes out. Yeah, it's, I did. It's not I did. Good. I did. He sort of. <laughs> was there a bit of irony where Hughes was moaning about Arnautovic's reaction? But when Arnautovic was subbed off, Hughes was giving him a right yeah, piece yeah, of his mind. Was. And I thought to myself, well, you're, you're not, you don't cover but just having glory that, there, it's the same. It's the same incident, isn't it, that he's talking about? He always does. Yeah. He, he's always moaning about it. Yeah, he does, does pop off. Just, um, oh, it's shake a, hands and make up. Never, yeah. never his, <laughs> never his really, fault. <laughs> really nice to see West Ham play with some urgency. And on the front foot, we've not seen that much. Did you see um, Moyes' um, explanation of, of Lanzini going over for the penalty? Uh, he said cheating? he didn't dive. I think well. he went down with fatigue, if anything. No, he didn't dive. He just had a massive stroke. He's fine now. You can't check. He didn't dive, Jim. He was just eating the grass. Yeah, <laughs> he's been, he's been charged by the FA, by the way. Has he? Yeah, for deceiving a match official. Yeah. Well, he, and he did. And that, I mean, you could say that changed the game. I mean, the fact is, West Ham went on to win three 0 Although the game was one 0 for a little bit, and uh, but there we are. Stoker in trouble, and it was a great win for West Ham. We're going to talk about Roy the boy after this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All 
you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash ramble. If I had 99 more England caps, I'd have had 100. Time for correspondence with Pete Donaldson, everybody. Good yeah. point. It is time for correspondence with uh, Pete Donaldson. We're going to do a bit of a, a two-parter here, Luke Miller, I do believe. Well, we've, okay. got, we've got highlights <laughs> of the week, but we've also got uh, one or two emails. I wouldn't mind uh, piling through. Um, Oliver makes the point that uh, he says, uh, sometimes I come across a cultural artefact from the past, and I think, how the hell have I not heard about this before? Is this uh, Musa Dembele again? <laughs> 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 this is definitely something the Ramble should have been across. Otherwise, why do we pay our licence fee, he says. Right, OK, so he's <laughs> calling us out for not... Calling us out for not being we can't cover everything. I know. Uh, it seems that Alex Ferguson appeared alongside Eamon Holmes in a celebrity edition of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. He had Brian McClare as his fauna friend. <laughs> Great! Which is incredible. Do you want to hear a bit of it? Yeah. Yep. All right. For some reason, this sounds. Re- this feels really Christmassy to me. Yeah. Put the name of Tom and Barbara's cockerel in the TV sitcom <laughs> The Good Wife. Was it A. Trotsky, B. Rasputin, <laughs> C. Lennon, or D. Stalin? Any ideas, guys? It's not going to be starting, is it? No. I'll go for uh, B. Just give a guess. I don't know the answer to that. Oh, come on. Come on, Chucky. I think it's Rasputin. Nine. Eight. I'm going Rasputin. Did you ever watch that? I think it's Lenin. Five seconds. Anyway, four seconds. No, okay. I can't give you that. All right. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Brian. Oh, yeah, thanks for nothing, Brian. Should, you're on yeah. the Brian. I don't know what year this was, but you're on the bench next week. <laughs> you should have phoned, uh, they should have given him uh, Roy Keane's number instead of Brian McClay's. Yeah. Roy if you do know him. the answer, get involved. Yeah. <laughs> or have you got the answer there, Pete? Uh, well, no, I don't really want to turn the sound up again because I'll muff it up like I did <laughs> in the stuff we just edited it out. Um, Oliver, <laughs> thank you, Oliver, for that email. If you want to get involved, show at thefootballramble.com. Um, do you want some highlights of the week? Let's have some highlights yeah. of the week. Um, as, as per last week... Uh, Carl Chester Marsden won his Toshiba TV. There is going to be another Toshiba TV, 55-inch 4K TV, dished out courtesy of our friends from Toshiba for our favourite highlight of the week. Um, Toshiba offers you the chance to watch every football match in 4K picture clarity. Thanks to the TV's pinpoint sharp resolution, no detail, no flick or kick of the ball will ever be missed. Enjoy 24-7 access to a whole world of online content, including catch-up TV and on-demand services such as Netflix. With this TV, you can also access last week's shows on demand with Freeview Play. Mm. For an authentic audio experience, it also comes with a subwoofer to project that bass sound. Don't just hear, but feel the roar of the crowd. So, here are our highlights of the week. I want you guys to help me out with uh, choosing your favourite so I can dish out a 55-inch TV from Toshiba to one of them. You ready? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Let's feel the woof of the listeners. First, (laughs) First up, Ryan Doherty. Oxlade Chamberlain sorting out Coutinho in the post-match interview this weekend, probably the second most worthwhile thing he's done this season for Liverpool, aside from his performance against them for Arsenal. <laughs> did you that's, see that? that <laughs> I did see that, and that's yeah. harsh on the Ox. He did well there, didn't he, in the, he in did the post-match? Well. He did well, looking after his teammate, Yeah, even though his teammate um, didn't, you know, anyway. <laughs> Warranted. Here's one from Daniel Greenfield. He simply says... Thanks for your message. I'm now out of the office with limited access to training facilities until Tuesday, 2nd of January. Thanks, Troy Deeney. (laughs) (laughs) Strong gag. Um, What have we got here? Um, Chris Smith. Delia hopefully selling more Christmas cookbooks so Norwich can sign a half-decent striker in January. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) 
And I'll finish off with this one from Steve Bewley. My highlight of the weekend was my three-year-old son finally wanting to sit down in his spur shirt and watch the game with me. That's him scar for life now. <laughs> <laughs> so who do you want to go for? Do you want to go for Ryan Doherty and his Coutinho point, Daniel Greenfield with his Troy Deeney, um, or Steve Bewley uh, with his Spurs-related one, or Chris Smith talking about Delia? I like Go on, Greeno, I reckon. Greeno, yeah. Daniel Greenfield. Greeno, Greeno. D- Daniel, right. Daniel Greenfield, you're going to win a Toshiba TV. Congratulations. Um, email us with your details, show at thefootballramble.com. Congratulations. Yeah, go on. Happy Christmas, sir. Yeah. Merry Christmas, Daniel. Well done, Danny, baby. Yeah. Marvellous stuff. Peter, what? Are you ready to move on to the Premier League? I'm ready Is to it move Roy back the boy? into the Premier League. <sighs> Roy the boy. What's this, Marcus? That's Roy the boy riding again. Here he comes, <laughs> riding again. <laughs> Roy the boy. Absolutely. Wanted alive. Out of the... Out of the <laughs> <laughs> He's a cowboy. <laughs> on a steel horse. Uh, on an eagle he rides. <laughs> he's wanted. Wanted! Imagine him riding... Specifically a, alive. <laughs> him riding an eagle like Daenerys Targaryen in her dragons. I'll yeah. Tell you Roy on the top of it. Can you imagine him in the garb yeah. as well? Oh. And, the, and the plats. Absolutely. Yeah. Charlton fans trying to punch it. Can't get near it. Yeah. <laughs> ah, he wants to be a cowboy baby with this kind of performance. They were bloody brilliant. They were. He's got them on the go, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously they were on that historically terrible run at the start of the season, but this is now their longest unbeaten Premier League run. He's turned it right around. Exactly. What's he doing next summer? Yeah, that is a fair question. Saving us. <laughs> that is a fair question. I mean, yeah, parachute him in. Moyes and Hodgson doing doing very well. Brit- British you, managers are back. Are yeah. you not doing so, quite no, so well? No, he's yeah. gone under the radar on this damn show. I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know, you, that's your fault. Yeah. That's, you're the Pardew correspondent. I was going to say, yeah. Peter, nobody ever tells you not to mention him. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to pick up the slack there, please do. Um, yeah, Palace out of the relegation zone in 14th place, unbeaten in seven. Mm. They got a lovely win at Leicester, of course, after I tipped Leicester to, to kick on now. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I tipped up Watford. Yeah. Although I did say Stoke will get relegated at the beginning of the season, so I'm one, one and one there. Yeah. One in the win column, all, hopefully. All to play for, yeah. Palace has, uh, have been very poor away from home. But I love the fact that Hodgson, after the game, despite their really, really bad away performances uh, in, in, in recent times, he just said, well, the performance didn't surprise me. You know, yeah, I love it, it. very I mean, confident. It was always looking back on it now, and it's easy to after time yeah. this. But looking back on it now, it was always very likely Benteke was going to score after that Bournemouth uh, episode. Yeah, yeah. and he needed good, that. It's mm. good that he did because it just it shuts that right down, doesn't it? It stops it becoming a bit of a saga. It, 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 I mean, it wasn't. It was a strange goal that because Schmeichel wasn't set particularly well, and it no. was pretty much straight at him. I mean, it was practically doing a handstand from what I remember. It's not how you should be positioned as a goalkeeper, but you know. He, he took his luck and he set one up for Zaha. Yeah. He was in the form of his career. Uh, they're it, having a lovely time, that front line. It's uh, funny that you think he's in the form of his career, Zaha? I think so, yeah. Wow, he got a big move, didn't he, a few years ago? Yeah, but, yeah, I, th- but I mean, in terms of like the consistency of the quality of his performances. I, yeah. I would agree. I think we're, we're seeing definitely some of the best football he's played. Well, he's, he's a key man more than anything else to yeah. the entire enterprise, isn't he? Yeah. He, I mean, Palace could pick up six or seven points out of their next five games. Mm-hmm. Um, at a minimum, they could. They've got two really tough ones, I think. Um, which will put them essentially mid-table, yeah. which is incredible given the start they had. They didn't get a single point in their first seven games. Yeah. I'll tell you, Roy, the boys sorted them out. Mm. Uh, indeed, he was correctly sent off for diving. Uh, another one diving. Yeah, mm. it's a shame that, because I think he's, I actually really like Indeed. He's a really good mm. young player. Yeah. I think he's got a big future ahead of him, but that, he, he wasn't great um, against, uh, against Palace. Uh, to, be, to be honest, they, they got sort of blown away by them. Yeah, it was mm. surprising, it was a fant- it? it was probably the performance... City, you talk about every week if you want, couldn't you? But... I think that was probably the performance of the weekend. Given very fast-paced. It was a very, very quick, open as well. Very fast tempo. Leicester have been in good nick, mm-hmm. and Palace 
really, I mean, they they, just, they were well worth their win. Yeah, yeah. it was a brilliant. S- Sacco's goal was obviously brilliant, but it was one of those rare beasts where it was a breakaway screamer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's rare that those two types of goal combine. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Um, speaking of great away wins, Huddersfield uh, Town got a superb win away to uh, Watford. Deeney sent off for Watford. Was it yeah. a harsh sending off, do you think, or did he deserve it? I, I, I don't know. You, you, I, I thought it was, you know... A bit too much vinegar in it. I could see I could see both sides of it. I mean, he went mm. in very, very hard. Did he have uh, Christmas on the mind? Well, he's, he's definitely, as we've heard from our, from our listeners, he's definitely going to have Christmas off now. I just think he got frustrated. Yeah, I think yeah. so. But yeah. the, the thing is, I don't know if Marco Silva places too much emphasis on discipline because they seem to get a lot of red well, cards. it's third in a row, isn't it? Right. And Troy Deeney likes to lead by example, doesn't he? So he's probably gone in there thinking, you know, we need to get into these guys more and he's, he's just overstepped it. But ever, ever since his big yeah. speech, like, he's not played very well, it seems. Like, he, when he, he, gave the big one. he definitely prides that part of the game. Was that the comments he made after Arsenal? After yeah. Arsenal mm. game, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, not, he's not looked great after that, has he? Yeah, he's not played as that much. Teach him, but he's not the type. Of, yeah, that, I mean, with the way Silver plays, Deeney hasn't. You know, he's pre- preferred um, Andre Gray at times. Mm. You know, but there we are. Hogg was sent off uh, uh, Huddersfield as well, but they were three 0 up by yeah. then. So we spoke a little while ago about how um, how well Watford were doing, and they were up in eighth at the time. The four points off fourth back then, and we said they were in a similar position last year um, before you know things started to go awry. But we all thought you know they'd probably kick on, but they've fallen off a cliff again. Yeah, yeah they lost their last three in a row. One point in the last fifteen. Well, they lost four indeed. in the last five. Yeah. You know, complacency <clears throat> may have set in, perhaps. I don't. I don't know. Or a team sort of maybe figuring them out because they're a bit of a, an unknown quantity at the start of the season, the new manager and so on. Mm. And, and but if you don't keep if you don't keep all your players on the pitch it's very very difficult well yeah. they're conceding goals they've conceded the most amount of goals at home in the league as well now I know Manchester City beat them by six and Huddersfield they, by four but still it's an unwanted statistic they've definitely got a, a very sort of it's a weird habit of, of, of occasionally getting battered at home mm. and the people who watch Watford a lot more than I do will, will be able to tell us why I'm sure but I'm not really sure why it happens whereas Huddersfield it's better times there after that win now David Wagner said the strong belief that they can start this season which is what they'll need but he said they need 12 wins to stay up and so far they have six mm. yeah Interesting marker he's put down there. He was on um, Goals on Sunday this weekend. He was quite interesting to yeah. listen to. Yeah, He will be. He flipping will be. Uh, let's talk about a home win, specifically in the Championship. More specifically, Bloody Sunderland, eh? Yep. They won. We they won at it. home. We, we got a Facebook comment I quite liked from Craig Lee who says... A home win should not be an annual event like Christmas. <laughs> no. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah, a 1-0 home win against Fulham shouldn't be... Uh... The scenes. Yeah, the absolute yeah. scenes are amazing. <laughs> they had a lot of chances as well, Sunderland. They were really motivated by not, uh, well, not no, it, being so utterly embarrassed. I think Chris Coleman instilled that in them. He was like, okay, I know we're struggling at home, but seriously, guys, we have yeah. to win this. How, how many days did they technically go without a home win? 364. So what's your problem? Yeah. yeah. See, you, you were right, Marcus. Mugging Marcus off. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, you have little faith. I know that. I know that is far less embarrassing than going over a year. Yeah, um, absolutely. Home. It's not really embarrassing at all if it's under a year. Yeah, no, it? exactly. Pete, are you pleased for them? I thought they looked very fluid, like that. No, no, no. Were you pleased what? for them? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's, an, it's a, they're a national embarrassment. So, <laughs> <laughs> what about a regional one? Uh, yeah, uh, the, the region is an embarrassment. <laughs> Are you trying to? Are you trying to get Pete beaten up over Christmas? I'm going, I'm going up to watch Hartlepool versus Gateshead. So, oh yeah, Steve Watson's Gateshead. What do you Don't think of Gateshead, him? Peter? Is right? Brian Honor still playing? Is he going to play? And Brian Honor. Ah. <laughs> Something you could learn from him. Right. His surname specifically. Um, uh, yeah, Chris Coleman has improved things uh, since he's been there. So, will it be interesting? <laughs> he's never won it on Marcus. Well, uh, uh, case in point. Yeah, Marcus, uh, genuine question. Yes. Would it have been? even possible mm-hmm. for him to have made them work <laughs> well uh, they uh, no I don't think so 
But they were they, they were getting a few points away from home. It was the away form that they've been yeah, enjoying. To be fair, there's three teams worse than them in the championships. So exactly. the answer, I guess, might well be yes. That's all they'll need. Mm. That is all exactly. they'll need. Absolutely right, yeah. Right, ladies and gentlemen, let's let's go north of the border mm. after this. I see Wayne getting involved. I saw him last week slapping a wrestler. I'm thinking, why is he getting involved in all that nonsense? Well, you can get involved in our nonsense. The preview show, of course, <laughs> out on Friday. How did our better get on, Luke? He lost. Um, both teams to score was the only aspect of his bet that came to fruition. He, of course, had uh, Spurs to win, mm-hmm. um, which didn't come to pass. So we need someone new in the hot seat. We haven't won one for a while. The listeners need to step the mm. F up. They Some do, the yeah. um, Show at thefootballramble.com. Hopefully, um, we can pour through all the emails uh, about uh, 12 rounds of Christmas and find yes. a better um, for, for Friday's uh, show. Yeah, yeah. We need a best bet with Bet365 for we them. Do. So, so get involved, everybody, and win some money for charity. Exactly. For crying out yeah, loud. Yeah, it's not about winning tellies, guys. Yeah, it's Christmas. It's not all about that. A little <laughs> bit of it it's is. It's mainly about if that. If you can step up and try and win a telly, you can step up and try and win some money for prostate cancer. There you go. What about that? Damn right, Luke Moore. Damn ruddy right. Now... We haven't mentioned the Scottish Premiership for a little while, and uh, and I thought, well, yeah. I mean, obviously, we've mentioned Celtic's winning run because it's been incredible. It yeah. has been incredible, and I thought to myself, the last, I hate saying that. Yeah. <laughs> the last time Celtic lost in the league, Mark, yeah. as far as we know, mm. at time recording, <laughs> was was a roughly around the time Leicester were crowned Premier League champions. Yeah, that wow. is that is incredible. That's I think the, the more ago. impressive thing has been how they've managed to translate that into the Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got anyway, an update for us, Mark? I, I thought to myself, let's, let's just, uh, for no reason at all, um, look at uh, the Scottish Premiership from the weekend, and there was a particularly magnificent performance, didn't there? <laughs> <laughs> just look at his face. Oh. That's what happens, Brendan. That's what happens when you come up against the magnificent Gilgi boys when they're on form. <laughs> this time. Yeah, <laughs> very specifically play, this play, time. Play them a lot this season, don't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can talk about Newcastle's form if you want, Peter. We or do you want to talk about wins? Let's talk about is that. There, is there an impending Celtic takeover? Uh, yeah. <laughs> is that what's taking the wind out there? Is Mike Ashley coming in with a bid? <laughs> uh, yeah, it, Celtic's uh, our beat run came to a, a, a quite magnificent end, of course, against the Hearts. They lost 4 0. Now, Celtic have, have, have scraped one or two draws recently, <laughs> so the wheels were beginning to come off, but then they were torpedoed by the uh, by it, Edinburgh's finest. It will happen when you come up against Hearts, generally, because, I mean, <laughs> I'm just looking back at the last few results between the two teams. <laughs> Um, Celtic 3, Hearts 1, Hearts 1, Celtic 3, Hearts 1, Celtic 2, Celtic 4, Hearts 0, Hearts 0, Celtic 5, yeah. Celtic 2, Hearts 0, Celtic mm. 4, Hearts 1, and then we come to Sunday. Yeah, you're only when, as good as your last when, one. When, <laughs> as, when as Marcus said, the wheels fell off and then it got torpedoed, mixing all <laughs> yeah, yeah. kinds of images. No, it just got destroyed. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Take the wheels off, torpedo it. You can torpedo <laughs> to the water. You can torpedo <laughs> things from the sea to the land. Yeah, come yeah, on. yeah. There, you uh, there you go. Brush up on your military... <laughs> Happenings, all right. Were there bees involved? It was Hearts' biggest win against Celtic for 123 years, and I tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, it gives credence to the song and the line of the song. That some say that Celtic and Rangers are grand, but the boys in maroon are the best in the land. <laughs> Often the league table that said that, though. Isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Oh, the now you're wanting to recognise the league table system, Jim? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, 69, 69 games unbeaten. 69! Goes it goes down <laughs> in the history books. He couldn't get a 70, though, could he? Sorry, Mark. No. Jim, is Arsenal something Wenger can see at the Scottish Premiership? <laughs> After seeing why, Hart. Why would he? Yeah. Let's assume he hasn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't want to, but he dedicated a lot of his press conference to it after seeing that Hearts performance. It was the first time in 76 domestic games that Celtic failed to score. 
69. Their defence is as strong as the old Castle Rock, the hearts, and it was that day, let me tell you. Craig Levine said he watched how Anderlecht had dealt with Celtic. He was beaming he was. after that. He was really beaming, Craig Levine, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Oh, dear. Any more for any more? <laughs> <laughs> 16-year-old Harry Cochran, eh? Man of the match, Peter. A hell of a finish from him as well. Oh. Was, was, he not bo- was he not born in, um, like, 2001 or something? Well, if he's 16. Been, yeah, yeah great. That's a goal odyssey. Yeah, Absolutely when Celtic lost their last match or something like that. But to be fair to Rogers, he was right. He talked about the honesty of the group. And uh, <laughs> I, I thought his reaction was Dishing quite... out envelopes in yeah. the dressing ground. <laughs> dressing gown? Dressing room. In his dressing gown. Why in not? his dressing room. To be fair to Rogers. Are these Christmas cards? <laughs> what he said was actually some managers might have started blaming this, that and the other. And he said, you know, Hearts were the better team, blah, blah, blah. But he said, you know, our achievement there should be recognised. And it's true, actually. Yeah. That, 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 you know, they're going to lose sooner yeah. or later. 4 nil was particularly heavy. But again, if you come against the big guns. but um, <laughs> It's quite often how it happens, though, isn't it? As yeah. like, teams really do collapse after a big winning run because, you know, it's, it's become this psychological thing. Yeah, yeah. indeed, yeah. And, and coming against the big guns, another mixed metaphor there. But we're, do you think... Um, you're a metaphor watch, are you? Yeah, what's the matter with you? Yeah. Just, what's the matter like, with you? I just like the idea of you doing that to a gun. That's <laughs> Shut your head, Peter. <laughs> Pete, have you not been listening to this show for the last <laughs> 10 years? You've been on it. You've been on the fucking thing. Yeah, exactly. I can't believe in ghost stories like last week. <laughs> are you predicting um, Celtic to uh, fall short of the title now? Well, the dandies are hot on their heels. They are. They got a good win as well at the weekend. Yeah, yeah, they're well on, well on the way. Yeah. Anyway, it's time for me to win something. It's going for gold. It is time for you to win something going for gold. Win Lord. You had a week off. Yeah, we did. You had, you, you had a little winter's break, so... Uh, <laughs> We're not the Bundesliga. Yeah, you can get involved, can't you? Uh, this one goes for Andy Mina. Thank you, uh, Andy Mina. You have not been mean to me no. by coming up with these uh, What does it these all mean? Um, <laughs> uh, when I was at the Newcastle match, I met a lad who listened to the Ramble, and he uh, said Jim? how much he enjoys uh, Jermaine Genesis' uh, Friday night uh, fun quiz. <laughs> oh, outrageous. Gen- Genesis is an absolute disgrace. Outrageous. Although he does look quite stacked, we could probably beat us all mm. up. Yeah. <laughs> I was born on the 30th of January, 1981. Stop. Brian McClare. <laughs> no way. 1981. <laughs> in Belo Horizonte. Oh. Oh. Suddenly. Stop. Uh, Adriano. No. Good guess. Thanks. Mm. I have one goal in eight appearances for my country. Stop. Maxwell. He's played more than eight times. Yeah, oh, Maxwell. Yeah, Sorry, I was thinking of Mike on. I was thinking of Maxwell the singer. <laughs> Uh, no. Uh, I made my debut for my country against England in 2007. Stop. Cicinho. Incorrect. Ooh, nice one. But nice to hear his name. Come on, yeah, boys. Get involved. It. Stop. Grabs. It's S- up for grabs now. Silvino. In no. Oh, good one. In no. I'd be older than that. I left Brazil as a 21-year-old in 2002 to move to Sweden. Uh, That's going to be tough. Yeah. That's tough. Um, yeah. Stop. Um, Frank Howe. Who yeah. I've made up. Frank Howe. <laughs> Big Frank. Big Frank. Do you Al. remember Big Frank? Big Frank Al. I didn't know he played for Brazil. Marcel Frank Al. The geezer from down the road. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because the guy we got those laptops off. Yeah. <laughs> he runs an ice cream shop. Uh, <laughs> confusing. I was Dutch footballer of the year 2007. Oh, well, stop. Alfonso Alves. Hang on, it was me. I don't know what I do, yeah? It was Give it me. to Jim. Give it to Jim. Luke said stop. I, I said, said it stop. first. I said it first. No, oh, I'm not yeah, sure. Uh, oh, I was genuinely going to Alfonso Alves, so... Peter, sort this out. Give it to Jim. I don't mind. It's all right. Give I don't know. Can I flip a coin? Oh, oh. Yeah, flip, flip a coin. coin. I was flip genuinely going to flip a coin. Right. No, sorry. Right. Just, it no. was instinct. No, Marcus, you've asked Pete to sort it out. He's sorting it out. I'm sorting it out. No, he's But he's sorting it out in a crap way. No, he's not. You both said that... I thought you both said stop at the same time, but because Luke's louder... 
and then Jim just went ahead with the answer. Yeah, we both did, just, nobody waited for the nobody waited for we me both to go said Jim. stop at the same time. Yeah, yeah. and then Jim just went in. It was instinct. Yeah, we, so Jim said stop at the same time as me. But um, Jim answered without being invited by Pete. So there we should there should really be a flip of the coin. Yeah, it has anyone got a coin? Assu- oh, wait, assuming <laughs> that Luke did have the right answer. I did. I mean, that's, a, you know, I think, yeah. It's not a, a question. We don't have a three-sided coin, Mark. I've got a, a coin shop, here. Yeah? There you go. Right. Alfonso Alves, I'm involved as well. <laughs> I'll, I'll be heads. <laughs> I, I think I should choose because you, you uh, Yeah, all right, go on. You're not going to have an argument about who's heads and who's tails. I'll take heads. Go on, be tails. Right. Ready? Cheat if you have to. Flip it on the coin. Flip it on the floor like a ref. Um, uh, I'll flip yeah. it on that chair so it makes a noise. What is it? What oh, is it? Oh, it's right oh. in the corner. No, I've got drama. The what is it? This is such drama. Luke's heads and Jim's tails. Yeah. That's, the other, that's the only <laughs> other option. And what does what's that, Jim? What does that it's mean? It's a Jim win. Oh! Yeah! What a farce! So was it Alfonso Alves or not? <laughs> yes, it was. There you go. Oh. Alfonso Alves. Some dramatic scene. Oh. Yeah. God, controversial. I'm sorry, boys. I just, I just, I, it just came out. That's all right. It gets, it gets exciting. Like Harry Kane. I was going to get his shot off. Right. Can I wrestle this back before we go? Because Please. I want to remind people about our 12 rounds of Christmas. Yeah, oh yeah. Feature running every day between now and Christmas Eve. Uh, day of recording. I think we're on number seven at the moment, which was uh, Leicester winning the Premier League in amazing fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, there are still six more to go. Uh, ahead of uh, ahead of Christmas Eve, the number one will be revealed on Christmas Eve, and you have a chance to submit your idea for the greatest moment or theme um, since we've been doing the ramble uh, back in 2007. And if we choose yours, you will win a Toshiba 55-inch 4K TV and have the chance to have your show um, recorded at some point in the new year. So do get involved. You will hear the shows if you subscribe to the ramble wherever you get your pods. And if you aren't currently subscribing, get over there and do so so you can uh, so you can hear them. Somebody who uh, won the first telly had us on the telly listening to us. He did. He did. Enjoying us through the subwoofer. There's an, there's an option, exactly. <laughs> yeah. what, what an option. This show is better with a subwoofer. Just oh. for everyone at home. <laughs> you're not really <laughs> listening to it if you're yeah. not listening to it with Life is generally better with a subwoofer, mm. I would yeah. say. And us. Yeah. Mm. I think we can all agree. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble. It's been an absolute pleasure having you with us. Say goodbye, Jimmy. Alfonso Alves! Say goodbye, <laughs> Lukey. I was going to say that. Say goodbye, Petey. Has anyone got a coin? from me. Seriously, Jim, that's the second time you fight that up. That's a fucking disgrace. Sort you going for global discipline out, all right? It's not good enough. Loser. When they're going for going for- Lord. You still may get a slap even though you're a woman. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 